Welcome to Man to Man with your host, me, Diamond Dave. Hey, in the last episode, um, we talked about um, our fear of commitment and why we struggle to be, uh, why we struggle with the word commitment, why when a commitment comes to us that uh, we shy away from it and, uh, you know, kind of become, eh, you know, maybe a little evasive, maybe we're scared of it for whatever reason. I've covered those things in a previous episode, so I'm not going to go into those tonight. Tonight's episode is uh, a little more personal and as advertised, um, I'm going to get into some of these tougher conversations that we just don't have, right? So I can tell you that uh, my own experience of the things that I do, the things that I have done in my life, um, make me a pretty self-destructive person, right? So why do we do that? And what does it mean to be self-destructive? Well, you know, we get a feeling of maybe euphoria is the word or just happy. And uh, inadvertently, we, we have a subconscious about us that says we're not allowed to be happy. We're not allowed to... Um, enjoy things in life that we enjoy whether it be a relationship be successful be successful at a job or uh, many other things right so we may subconsciously start taking on behaviors that are self-destructive i for example um, am very self-destructive in relationships i'm very self-destructive in my career from time to time um, in where I may feel comfortable in a relationship. I'm perfectly happy. And uh, next thing you know is I'm doing something totally uncharacteristic uh, of who I think I am or who everybody else thinks I am. And next thing you know is you're blowing that relationship up. You're blowing up um, a really good job, um, be it family, be it whatever it is, right? We we take on these habits um, and we don't even think about it, right? So let me give you a little story before I start um, going over some of the habits of being self-destructive and a self-destructive person. But um, several years ago, not many years ago, but several years ago, um, I was married, um, third marriage, uh, married to somebody who I thought was absolutely my best friend in the world. We we shared a lot of common common interests. We did a lot of things together. We we fished together. We laughed together. We cried together. We we did so many things together. Um, and, and next thing you know, um, I find myself in an affair. Um, find myself in an affair with a woman that lasted for almost two years. Um, got caught on a couple of occasions. Refused to end it. Um, now, whether that was because subconsciously I felt that I didn't deserve to be happy, that I didn't deserve this good woman that was in front of me, um, or whatever it was, right? I And this is not the first time this has happened in my life, but I'm going to just talk about this one in particular. Um, I was successful at work, had a pretty good job, I'm still... Um, work for the same company. Um, this other person um, w- was not my direct um, in my direct supervision, but uh, we shared a lot of the common same common interests. We had a lot to talk about at work. Um, next thing you know, you find yourself getting emotionally involved with somebody that you had no intention of ever getting emotionally involved in. Um, now, this is the beginning of the destruction of my marriage. Um, <laughs> One thing always leads to another. Um, I w- did not have the willpower to say no, to walk away, or even for that matter, did not have the balls to say ahead of time, um, to have, sit down and have a conversation with my wife, who, again, was my best friend and could discuss anything with her. Um, she knew a lot about my past. We'd known each other for 30-some years, um, had dated in high school, separated over the years. I'd been married a couple other times. She had been married, she, you know, had some kids with some other men. Um, and, and somehow or another found ourselves back together. Um, hell, I moved from Florida to North Dakota to be with her. And yet, a few years into the relationship, shortly after we got married, I find myself having an affair. And, uh, um, I 
certainly not a situation I ever envisioned myself in. Um, thought that was the one. Thought I was done with all that stuff. Used to joke all the time about, you know, I was just like Brett Favre. I was just waiting for, you know, uh, for the right phone call from the right team. But, uh, and it was sincerely joking at the moment. And then next thing you know, you find yourself here you are. Um, so, <clears throat> why do we do those self-destructive things? Well, in a little bit of my own research, right, and a little self-indulgence, if you will, of who I am, uh, and, and trying to figure out why I do the things I do and did the things I did, I'm going to take a little personal inventory for a minute, right? And, you know, <clears throat> does it boil down to a childhood? Does it boil down to... I didn't get enough hugs from my mom or those, you know, goofy things that you hear all the psychologists tell you, right, um, of why you do the things you do. The, the bottom line is, is I did not feel that I deserved to be 100% happy in my life. And um, I had to cause a little drama. And, uh, you know, regardless of the financial loss that I suffered through the divorce or any of those things, um at the end of the day, I lost my best friend. Um, I lost a wife. I lost a, a commitment. I lost a piece of me. Um, very, very tough time. Um, took a little bit to uh, try to figure it out of why I continue to do the things that I do. Um, I hope I <laughs> believe I've changed my habits since then. Um, but it still does not change the fact that uh, you have to be aware uh, of who you are and, and the things that you may do to um, be destructive in a relationship. Now, I will say, um, before I go any further in this, if you're in a relationship in which is destructive to the point of uh, violence or um, that you are being emotionally or mentally abusive to your partner, get out of it be big enough to walk away from it please um i'm not condoning any of that i'm not saying that any of that should happen um male or female right um if you are a victim of domestic violence emotional physical abuse get out of it um there's nothing you're going to learn from this other than that um you may someday try to sit and figure out what drove that person to be like that but um, at, the, at the moment, do what you have to do to protect yourself. And, and, and guys, we're not immune to physical um, abuse. I've been in physically abusive relationships. I've been in emotionally abusive relationships. Um, and, and we just have to know uh, when it's time. So um, it, it's time is now if you're in that relationship. Um, get your little support system going. Figure your way out, but get the hell out of it. Um, nothing good's going to come of that. Um, you're not going to change the other person. It's their problem, not yours. Um, and, and I mean that sincerely. I, I I really cannot emphasize that enough. So I can't tell you how many times I have asked myself, looking in the mirror, laying in bed at night, wondering, um, why do I intentionally keep doing things to hurt myself and I'm not talking about self-harm as far as cutting or things like that but why do I keep hurting myself um, emotionally intentionally or unintentionally but why do I why do I keep doing those things well it's kind of a dark topic right it's kind of like looking at that gremlin that lurks around in the corners um, hides in the places that we train ourselves to overlook and, and we kind of avoid it intentionally um, and you kind of have to ask yourself, <clears throat> first of all, are you ready to face this part of you? Are you really ready to get the answers and reach out for help? Um, are you ready to admit, you know, that <clears throat> this is some of the things that I'm doing? Um, I I'm not going to be the last person in the world to admit that uh, I, I am a self-destructive person, by no means. So I'll do things from pushing people away I love, um, housing a self-defeating mindset. Um, some of you may experience some self-harming. I've never been into the self-harming um, part of it. 
but even two of the three is a very dark alley to go down, right? Um, as I've grown up, you know, I, I've realized that these behaviors are a shadow of, you know, my darker side springing from, you know, mostly a low self-esteem, low self-worth, um, even at times a self-hatred, right? I, I don't always, very rarely do I like who I am or have I liked who I am. Again, it took me a long time to get to the point to recognize this, and that's half the battle, guys. Um, we just have to accept that, you know, sometimes we just hate who we are. We hate what we've done in the past. We hate what has happened to us in the past. Things that we had no control over, right? Um, it is, um, to some degree, it is a coping me mechanism. Uh, it helps to deal with stress, you know, some pressure, some social demands. Um, also, uh, kind of maintaining our comfort zone, right? Um, due to our lack of confidence in ourselves um, or a feeling of unworthiness, you know, kind of staying at the familiar bottom uh, of the ladder. Um, if we stay where we're comfortable and we never give ourselves rooms, room to grow, um, A, we never grow, obviously, but B, we're comfortable here. We don't know what it's like to be where we've never been because we've never been there. And as confusing as that whole sentence is, it's no different than saying, I don't know how to act 50 because I've never been 50 before. I've never been happy, successful with all eight cylinders firing at one time. So I don't know how this feels and I don't know how to act. So it makes as much sense for me to destroy something in that and usually we take it out on the things we love the most. Now, we don't love our jobs. We don't love our careers. We love our relationships. We love the people that we love and who love us. So the majority of the time, what you're going to do is you're going to um, sabotage your relationship. And, and you're going to hurt people along the way that you never intended to hurt. Um, only because I've never been here before and I don't know how I'm supposed to act and I don't know if it's fair that I feel like this. So, um, again, half the battle is going to be recognizing when that is happening. So, you know, <clears throat> some of the signs, some of the traits of, of the self-destructive person uh, is housing self-defeating mindsets. A self-defeating mindset is an unconscious form of self-destructive behavior. Um, <clears throat> basically, we're, we're fulfilling our self-fulfilling prophecies, um, such as you wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to fail today. Um, I'm not going to get out of here alive. This will completely destroy me, right? So we're fulfilling that prophecy that we woke up with in that mindset. So part of the early changes that need to happen is changing that conversation with yourself in the mirror in the morning. You know, get up, today's going to be a good day. I've been told on numerous occasions in the last few years that I have one of the most positive attitudes in the world. I have not always had a super positive attitude. I can tell you there is days that I have woken up, I've looked at myself in the mirror, and I have cussed myself. I have failed myself I have failed everybody around me okay so uh, an another is just a failure to take any action no action is an action um, <laughs> it may be a passive way of dealing with things it's still self-destructive in nature when we know something is bad for us such as the affair as I'm having the affair every time I am seeing this woman I'm on my way to see her. In the back of my mind, I am thinking, this is not any good and I need to end it. But I failed to take any action to end that, to remedy the issue. Where I was setting myself up and guaranteeing failure, okay? Because I was going to get caught. You can only push your luck in that situation for so long. You can only drag it out for so long. 
and sooner or later it's going to come back and get you i am not promoting promiscuity in a relationship um, basically if you i don't want to dumb it down but basically if you're fucking around you ain't got right um another is overeating now overeating you know usually appears in a habit of cramming ourselves full of sugary fat sugary fatty processed foods it makes us feel good um there's no long-term health issue but it's going to impact your mood your sleep your creativity your overall health right i'm not an overeater so i can't speak with a lot of authority to overeating i i do believe that it is another form of addiction um in my own education it tells me that is an over it is a its own form of addiction um you're using the substitute of food or using food to substitute you know good feelings from other things another episode another time um number four under eating um this i am guilty of right so i, I am you know i'm 50 years old more or less um I'm under 180 pounds. Um, so I undereat to compensate for my own self image problems, right? It's a band aid, right? That if I stay thin, um, you know, again, I, I still wear a 33 inch waist. I, I, you know, have not put on a lot of weight since high school. Um, but there's other psychological issues behind that that I'm covering up by using the lack of food to say I don't have a problem. You know, forced incompetence means portraying yourself as an, you know unintelligent or in, incapable of successfully achieving something. Right? Um, this is going to come from your lack of confidence in your abilities. Um, function as a you know coping mechanism to deal with an academic pressure um, in our younger years um, also social pressure at work right um, I just don't know how to do that I just can't do that I, I'm not competent to do that um, very very self-destructive right you, you get a promotion you realize you're sitting there one day and you know <laughs> all of a sudden you're like this is way too much I, I never deserved this and next thing you know um, you're kind of forcing your own incompetency. Let me tell you, you're absolutely competent to take care of whatever task is put in front of you. You have proven yourself time and time again throughout your life. And it is your own mind that you are arguing with. It is not somebody else. Nobody else's opinion matters. Somebody puts you in a position of trust. Trust your judgment and quit beating yourself up about it another one is going out of your way to harm others um so what goes around comes around right so we can harm others by our words what we do um and eventually it's going to manifest yourself in your own life um, through sickness tragedy legal issues uh, some isolation on some level um we all know this is true yet we go ahead and hurt others anyway right um some people call this karma um, I don't know that I believe in karma as much as I do um, this is what goes around comes around mentality um, self-harm as I said I'm, I'm not a self-harm person there is other things in my mind behind self-harm this is an extreme physical expression of destructive behavior it is uh, it can be deadly if you're a self-harming person um, you you need to wrap your head around that what you are doing uh, you should not be doing there is no reason to cut yourself there is no reason to hurt yourself and, and is usually connected to a low self self-worth um, and you don't know how else to deal with emotional pain so you do it in a physical way um, this is going to take more to deal with than what any podcast and I can possibly give you ever will. Okay, so this is one of those things that is non-negotiable, period. 
If you're self-harming yourself, you need to reach out and seek professional help. Um, and this is not an acceptable way to have a long, sustaining life. Um, in my mind, um, in a lot of other people's minds, this is borderline suicidal. This is at a point that you need to ask for help. You need to go and say, I don't care if you go to the ER, a police officer, a fire department, and say, I need some help, and I need some help today. Um, don't let the system screw you on that one. Stay firm on it. If you're in any kind of self-harm situation, please, 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 I beg of you, go get some help. Find somebody that you can talk to. Um, I don't care if it's a friend, coworker, preacher, teacher, whatever it is. If you're if you're hurting yourself, <coughs> please go get some help immediately. Self pity, unconscious form of self destructive behavior. It's destructive. Why? Because it encourages us to remain inactive, wallowing around in our misfortunes. Um, rather than approaching a positive approach in life. Poor me, poor me, poor me. How many people have we met that everything that happens is everybody else's fault and not their own, right? It's just the way I am. I attract the bullshit. I attract this. I attract that, right? Um, <laughs> at some point, you have to own what you do. You have to take responsibility for what you do and be okay with what you've done. That doesn't mean you have to stay there. All you really have to do is understand that we don't always have the right circumstances. Okay, so how do you overcome your circumstances? You know how you overcome your circumstances with the right mindset, okay? Drug and alcohol abuse, um, obvious form of self destructive behavior okay uh, endless misery in the lives of addicts uh, family friends family members um, <laughs> so you will lose your soul in drug and alcohol abuse you will lose your very being of who you are because you are so chemically dependent upon something else to make you feel whole now I can you can tell me anything you want to tell me about why you do what you do and all of those things but drug and alcohol abuse is another one of those things that it probably isn't going to cure itself you've got to make the first step next one I'll call social suicide now we don't always consciously do this and during this time of COVID and during a pandemic is very easily committing social suicide. So we're not always deliberately alienating ourselves from our peers. Um, it's going to be through a variety of irritating, repelling, or antisocial behaviors um, that on some level or another are self-destructive, right? The problem is the last year and a half, almost two years now, we have dealt with, I guess it is damn near two years, ain't it? Um, we have dealt with the pandemic. The people tell us, stay home, stay home, stay home, stay away from other people, stay away from other people. I'm going to tell you very frankly right here, right now, fuck that. Go out, get in front of some people, get out in a social setting, quit using this pandemic is your excuse and I joke about it I've been practicing for this for the last five years we all need some social interaction or another and now with all of the in intervention or whatever you want to call it of the working from home the home-based worker whatever right we're not even getting out in front of people at the office we're stuck at home, hanging out with ourselves. I don't work at home every day. I work at I work from an office most days. 
but there is a segment of the population that is stuck at home with maybe kids, maybe pets, no real adult conversation from day to day. You need to get out and put yourself out there. You need to do that. You don't have to be out there meeting people to date, to sleep with, to whatever. Get out in front of some adults. Have an adult conversation um, concerning the weather. I don't care. Preferably not politics because that's kind of a divisive conversation today. Talk about sports. Talk about crocheting. I don't care. Get out there in front of other human beings. The worst thing that has happened to this society in the last two years is this constant lockdown that has pulled us away from our friends, our family, all of those things. Drug and alcohol abuse, up, up, up. Suicide, up, up, up. Right? Calls to suicide prevention lines up incredible amounts. Why? Because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, right? Uh, so <laughs> please, if you're in an area that you can, and, and please don't, you know, <laughs> don't put yourself in a situation that's going to compromise your health, but <laughs> your mental health is as important as your physical health. Your mental health will dictate your physical health. If you are not mentally well, you will not be physically well. Quit isolating yourselves from everybody else in the world, okay? And get out there, take some risk, see some people, say hi, have a beer, eat some fucking chicken wings, and act normal for just a little bit. Give, your, give yourself, if you're by yourself, give yourself six hours a week for a date night with yourself. Get out there in front of people. And I, and I know I'm going off on a tangent on this, but I absolutely hate what this has done to us in a mental health standpoint. We have become lonely. We have become depressed. We have forgotten how to interact with people face to face. I'm done with that for now. Again, maybe an entire episode another day, but <laughs> please don't commit social suicide. Um, it, 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 there's nothing good that comes from it, right? You're, you're, you're disconnected from everything in the world. Turn the freaking news off. I don't care if you watch Fox, CNN, CNBC, whatever. Turn that shit off. Go out of your house. Take in a basketball game or a football game or, I don't care, soccer, hockey, whatever it is. Sit in front of a TV in a freaking bar, order some chicken wings, have a cold beer, and call me your hero. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> the next one is hiding from our emotions. Now, guys, we're very we're taught at a very early age, right, that we have to internalize our emotions, negative and positive, okay? But this creates a host of mental, emotional, psychological issues, right? And I'm stopping short of calling that illness, but this will manifest into a self-destructive behavior. We have to learn how to effectively communicate. Goes back to my last topic, but we have to learn how to effectively communicate with other human beings. How do you effectively communicate with other human beings? If it is somebody of the opposite sex, if it is your wife, your girlfriend, somebody you're pursuing, are you effectively communicating or are when you are hurt, when you feel like crying, when you feel like saying, screw this, or whatever else, or when you're happy, or whatever it is, are you acknowledging that, are you recognizing it, and are you having a calm, cool, collected conversation about, look, what you just said hurt me, and it upsets me. You don't have to yell and scream. You don't have to be in charge. But again, effectively communicate 
your emotions. It's okay, I promise. It is okay if you shed a tear from time to time. Because we all do. Okay? Unnecessary self-sacrifice. Some people are in love with their misery. Okay? Because that's all we know. It's all we know. Um, <laughs> so, we're self-sacrificing to be a martyr. In a ways of making us feel noble making us feel good while actually masking the self-sabotage which is giving up on our own hopes dreams and passions passions the things that make us truly happy now if you truly derive happiness from helping other people please continue to help other people but do not give up on your own hopes dreams and passions while you're making other people happy so, for example, okay, if you are, if what makes you happy is going out deer hunting every November, okay, but you're going to give that up every year because, I don't know, Thanksgiving gets in the way and family things get in the way. It's early holiday season, shopping, you have to go Black Friday shopping, things of that nature, right? All of those things are important in a relationship, yes. But again, learn how to effectively communicate. In the next episode, I'm going to get into some of the the next four episodes. We're actually going to get into the building blocks of a firm foundation of a relationship. One of them being communication. You have to be able to communicate effectively again of what is important to you, what is important to them, and meet in the middle, okay? There can be negotiation happening in a relationship. It doesn't have to be Donald Trump, let's make a fucking deal. It does not have to be that, okay? But it also isn't a one-way street. I've been in many relationships that were a one-way street. One of us was giving it all, one of us was taking it all. I'm not going to say that I've always been 100% the one giving. I am a very giving person today, almost to the point of self-sacrifice, sometimes to the point of self-sacrifice. But you have to be getting something back out of that. If you're giving, 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 giving and not returning, think of it as a bank account making deposits. Okay. So you take money out, take money out, take money out because you're giving, giving, giving. Whether it's a part of your time, a part of your day, a hobby, whatever. And the other person is never giving back to make any deposits in that. It has to be kind of an even balance at the end of the day. Sure, there's going to be instances where one person feels that they're giving more than the other, but each person has to have the give and take. Okay, you cannot continue to give, 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 give. You're going to build resentment. You're going to lose yourself. And it's going to become destructive and self-destructive because you choose to continue to do all of those things. Now, the next one on the list is we're all going to go, that's my wife. That's my girlfriend. That's my ex-wife. We do it too. Do not deny this, guys. We do this too. Spending too much. Now, if you're a gambler, I'm not a gambler, but if you're a gambler, constantly buying things on eBay, um, this may seem like a really odd, odd thing to have on this list, right? But <clears throat> overspending, whether it be on toys, you bought the four-wheeler, you bought the boat, you bought the camper, uh, you bought the nice shoes, you bought the Armani suit, whatever, right? So, this limits our freedom and our peace of mind, okay? So, it is a self-destructive behavior because we have to worry about paying that bill later. Or we spent too much out of our checking account, out of our savings account, put it on a credit card, got an extra payment every month for that boat, Whatever it is, extremely self-destructive. 
It is a tough one to catch ourselves doing because we think that we work hard, we've earned our money, we deserve this, we deserve that. So we continue to spend and spend and spend because that's what makes us feel good. Now, this can go to either side of the coin, men, women, whatever, right? And, and as most of this probably can. But again, I'm just talking about, you know, us old guys hanging out on the, on the fence here and just having a little conversation, okay? All right, physical neglect. <laughs> we don't sleep good. We don't get enough exercise. We eat like we're a friggin' dumpster. And we fail to maintain a general well-being of our body. These are all self-destructive behaviors, okay? <clears throat> I sleep like shit, Okay? Some of it's stress, some of it's I'm old and I hurt, I've been in a car accident, I've been through a couple windshields in that car accident, got a couple replacement joints, whatever, blah, 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 right? So, I don't always sleep real well. I rarely sleep very well. Um, the refusing to exercise, yeah, I think we could all use a little one more walk around the block um, or whatever it may be. Eating unhealthy food. As a single guy, I can tell you, um, eating healthy is extremely hard, right? And it takes a lot of dedication um, for me to eat two or three healthy meals a week. Um, tonight, for example, I came home from work, worked till 5, 5, 5.30 this evening, came home, I have three dogs to take care of, frozen pizza and the Ninja, Eight minutes later, it's done. I ate an entire pizza. Didn't eat any lunch. Didn't eat any breakfast. It's a shit diet, right? We all get it, right? We all have those days. We need to find time to eat a good, healthy meal. That doesn't mean you have to eat a salad. It doesn't mean anything more than, you know, a few times a week. Let's fill our body with some good nutrients. Let's get some vitamins in us. Take some supplemental vitamins. Do what we got to do to keep ourselves um, looking and feeling good, right? Sleep. um, (laughs) I don't know what a good night's sleep is. And I haven't. I don't know for the last 15 years, 16, 20 years, really, what a good night's sleep is. Um, I sleep, like I said, five to six hours a night, maybe. Um, Exercise and refusing to exercise is two different things. Some of us work very hard during the day. Some of us have a desk job, right? So, you know, spend a couple bucks, get you that Peloton. Um, I'll see you on it. We'll ride together. Um, But get some exercise. Um, Get a shower. Seriously. Even if you're not going anywhere, get a shower, shave. um, Make yourself feel good, look good. Uh, even if you're going to spend a Saturday afternoon on the couch, get up in the morning, um, <laughs> look like a man, be a man, smell like a, not a caveman, smell a, smell good, right? <clears throat> Mental neglect, um, refusing, avoiding, failing to confront our own psychological health issues, right? <clears throat> and that's what this is all about, okay? This is about dealing with our stress, anxiety, depression, paranoia, OCD. I don't know if anybody else. Um, I give you a quick story of my OCD. I have my kitchen set up in such a manner, and I'll narrow it down to my refrigerator. Dairy products, top shelf. Certain other products, second shelf. Um, third shelf is all the drinks, water, Gatorade, Mountain Dew. Um, I have a bar downstairs, so um, those drinks are down there. Um, third shelf is my leftovers um, and if you walk into my house and you mess with my peace of mind um, I'm probably going to call you out on it um, <laughs> if your coffee creamer winds up with my, on the shelf with my leftovers I'm going to freaking call you out on it Okay, there are things that we have to deal with and we have to recognize that I'm not going to fix it I know it's a little nuts, okay? I know that I have a little OCD, um, but you have to understand that you are, right? And you have to know who you are. Um, 
So, <laughs> some of this stuff, especially dealing with stress, anxiety, and depression, paranoia, um, <laughs> this is going to perpetuate the long-term issues, right? Um, whether it be healthy relationships or whatever it is, careers, things like that. Um, again, if you deal with those things, talk to your doctor, talk to a mental health professional, talk to a friend, um, <clears throat> talk about it. Part of the issue is we just don't freaking talk about it. Though again, that was the basis behind me starting this show. Um, sabotaging relationships, which is kind of what this is all about. Um, we'll sabotage our relationships, <clears throat> uh, very dis variety of destructive behaviors, jealousy, possessiveness, emotional manipulation, uh, ma manipulation, neediness, violence, uh, violence again, unacceptable guys, don't freaking do it. I can't stand it, um, and so forth. Um, we don't feel worthy of love. We unconsciously manifest this in our relationships. Um, <clears throat> through how we choose to behave. So we don't feel we're worthy of this woman's love, and we will do everything we can to sabotage it. We don't, we don't feel we are deserving of their attention. We'll do everything we can to sabotage it, maybe subconsciously. Okay, but uh, I can tell you all of those things, and we will probably address almost all of them through this entire first season of jealousy, possessiveness, emotional manipulation, the needy, the neediness, violence. There is a, a like I said, there's a two second conversation. Don't freaking do it. Um, get help for yourself. Um, <laughs> quit doing it. Um, it's kind of the same with emotional manipulation, but. Seriously, um, the violence and the emotional abuse, no time for it. Um, so you're listening to all this and you realize that, holy crap, I'm as fucked up as he is, right? Nope. Good news is we're all human. Um, we all have our issues. Um, don't get sick to your stomach. Don't think there's no help. Don't think there's nowhere to go from here that we need to just all go to some deserted island somewhere and us all hang out and drink Budweiser all day. Um, we're not fundamentally broken. Um, there's nothing severely wrong with us. Um, please don't misunderstand anything that I have just said. And I hope you're still hanging out here 42 minutes later. My other podcast, I try not to run over 30 minutes because in my experience, people click out at about 28. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a lost cause. We're simply human, totally okay. Um, it's it is completely normal to possess a large majority of these self-destructive signs. Um, it's a it's a defense me mechanism built into us um, by our families over the years, by how we grew up, for past experiences. Um, <laughs> it protects us from our emotional, mental pain. Look, it's not your fault. You're not to blame. You didn't choose this. You didn't choose to be self-destructive. None of us did. I didn't choose to do a lot of the things that I have done in my life. Okay? Just as you did not did not choose to do some of the things that you've done. You've never sat down and said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to self-destruct right now. You, We never woke up thinking that, did we? We never woke up thinking... I'm going to go bang that girl that's 13 years younger than me that's married to another freaking guy while I'm in a relationship with the woman of my dreams. My best friend. I never woke up and thought that. I don't think for a minute that you did. I don't think for a minute that any of us have ever woke up in the morning or in the middle afternoon, put down our hamburger, our chicken wing, and said, I think I'm just going to screw up my entire life right now. It just happened, right? Now, are the women in our lives, the other people in our lives, going to understand that we didn't choose this and this is something that happened subconsciously? No, they're not. You know what? At the end of the day, we're the pricks, we're the cheaters, we're the liars, we're the manipulators, we're all of those things, right? But <laughs> I'm going to give you, before I go, i got just about 15 minutes to finish this thing up. 
I'm going to give you some tools, as I will in every episode. Notice episode one, I gave you tools at the end of the show. You have to hang out for the toolbox, okay? So, let me give you some tools on how to stop some of the self-destructive behavior. Number one, I want you to keep a self-reflective journal. I don't care if you write this on post-it notes and put it in a drawer in your desk at work, put it in your toolbox at the shop, whatever you do. <clears throat> there is a lot of benefits that come from keeping a journal. How I feel, be aware. It's going to make you self-aware of what's going on that day. Self-awareness journal is probably the most crucial part of overcoming any of these behaviors. Okay, If you're interested, send me an email, send me a message. I will help you compose a journal that you can keep on your phone, notes, whatever. Um, practice meditation or mindfulness. Okay, There's a reason why you keep hearing about and you will hear this throughout all of this, right? All of my episodes. Meditation. Mindfulness. Okay? Doesn't mean traditional meditation. Okay? You can sit and just reflect for two minutes. Nobody has to know what you're doing. Okay? You don't have to go into some, you know, chanting mantra, right? Um, to get to meditation. Block out all the noise. Put down your goddamn phones for four minutes. Sit in your car. Sit in your room. Sit on a freaking toilet while you're taking a poop. And God dang it, reflect. Meditate on where you are today. Okay? <clears throat> Focus on some self-love and self-care. Self-love and self-care. You have to take care of you emotionally, physically. Okay? You have to take care of you. Get plenty of sleep. Seven, seven to eight hours a night. I can't do that. I struggle with it. There is a way to do it. I just ain't figured it out yet. No. There, there is ways to properly get enough sleep. Eat right. Drink enough water. Wear comfortable clothes stay healthy all of those things are going to make you feel better about yourself it's going to be a way to deprogram yourself from all of this bs that you keep telling yourself subconsciously okay shift your mindset as i said in the beginning get out of the mirror in the morning don't go today is gonna suck this is one of my favorite things ever right don't wake up in the morning and how many of us do this we rub our eyes or we scratch our nuts and we the first words out of our mouth is ah oh, fuck are you pissed off that you woke up i mean it wake up open your eyes put your feet on the floor and make the devil go, oh shit, he's up moving around again. Now that may sound silly, but the simple first words out of your mouth in the morning when you wake up will set the tone for the rest of your day. If you take nothing else away from this entire 50 minutes by the time I'm done, start your day on a positive note if you start your day with a good morning even if you're by yourself love yourself in the morning and I don't mean love yourself right <laughs> love yourself in the morning love yourself at lunchtime love yourself at the end of the day and I mean it it will do a ton to improve your attitude, your mental mindset, and stop some of these self-destructive behaviors. Um, so that is pretty much covering, <laughs> in, in the short version of uh, <laughs> the self-destructive person, self-destructive behaviors, um, 
and I hope you've taken one thing or another out of this. Um, and, and again, um, we've got to take care of us. Um, meaning, guys, you know, we've kept our freaking mouths shut for way too long. Um, we don't talk about this. Um, we don't talk. We don't want to talk about any of it, right? It's just everybody just seems to be a guy. Well, it's time to done being a guy. We're over just being a guy. We matter. What we think, what we feel matters. You matter to me. And I don't mean that in some kind of weird sense, right? I want every one of you that is listening to this, or if you're listening to this for your spouse, if you're trying to figure out what the hell, right? want you to keep in mind that there's things that you can do immediately to change your mindset, to change your self-destructive patterns. And sometimes it's as simple as the devil going, oh shit, he's up again. Hey, listen, be good to each other. I mean it. Um, I'm enjoying doing this one. Um, if you haven't had an opportunity, and I'm always going to plug my second show, if you have an opportunity, um, Not Your Cable News is my other show. It is not this serious. It is on the lighter side of all of this stuff. I make a lot of fun of myself. I make a lot of fun of life. I make a lot of fun of everybody else. Um, but, hey, um, I really enjoy this. I hope I'm reaching the right crowd. I hope that uh, those of you that are listening to it are enjoying it, like it, share it. As always, emails are welcome. Diamond Dave's from productions at gmail.com that's diamond daves productions at gmail.com um, send me an email you can flip on the anchor uh, click on the uh, home screen link you can leave me a message there um, whatever you want to do um, if you want to ask a question if you want some help with something um, I will certainly incorporate it in short in future episodes um, starting in episode two or three, this is episode two. God dang, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Episode three, I, I am going to start um, con- concentrating on the building of a foundation of a uh, healthy relationship, um, the things we can do to help it, the things we can do to hurt it, um, and all of those things. Um, hey, listen, hope you all have a great day. And again, oh my God, he's up again. Have a good night.